Thank you for listening to the official podcast of Live Church Orlando, where we encourage you to live your life His way. For more information about Live Church and other resources, please visit livechurchorlando.com. Let's go in today. Uh, last week I kind of just started flowing. Here you go, babe. Just keep it with you. Yeah, just in case you bust out with a prophetic unction of the Holy Ghost. Everybody's talking about the new president. I don't want to talk about that right now. Let me just start there. <laughs> Man, it's so challenging to, uh, to, to, to speak in political terms because it's literally the law. And when you function in relationship, and you live by relationship, it's challenging to flow with the law when you're under grace. I don't mean the laws of the land. You got to obey the laws of the land. But when it comes to establishing them and doing all that stuff, it's like, <clears throat> let me talk about it. I posted a picture yesterday of our new vice president saying, this is history, y'all. This never happened before. I don't care that she's black or Asian or whatever. I don't, y'all, y'all should know, I could care less about that. It's a woman. And, and, and women, I'm glad y'all clapping. I didn't post it because it's a woman. I just posted it because it's new. All things new. I'm like, yo, this confirmed the word. This has never happened in the history of America, but God chose 2020. To put this new thing in as a sign to us that, oh, my word is still on. Y'all know that, right? It got quiet over here. He did that as a sign. Like, y'all know I'm still going to do what I said, right? I'm just reminding y'all. Y'all can get hype over the woman and hype over the black part or whatever y'all want to get hype over. I'm hype over the fact that he's keeping his word. Yo, all things new. God is up to something. That's, it's a new thing. It's never happened in history. You need to understand the times. You need to say, whoa, when something significant happens like that, a double minority put in a place of authority God is saying something places and positions you thought you couldn't qualify for have now opened oh God never mind have now opened up to you you could be a double triple minority but the door is open well somebody say the door is open the door is open New position, new job, new whatever it is that you thought the doors were shut to you, God said, oh my God, the door is now open. <laughs> and you know what opens doors? I feel like it's you. It's that key. It's that, it's you doing that. You know what opens doors, y'all? Well, so many, there's so many things that open doors. But one thing that really opens doors is praise. I'm not being religious, y'all. I'm, I'm trying to give you all the scriptures, right? Paul and Silas. Never mind. All right. So, yeah. so they prayed prayer and praise. The partnership of prayer and praise <laughs> opens places to you. <laughs> it opens doors. You cannot afford to not pray with closed doors in your life. 
cannot afford to chill and just not pray if you are imprisoned. You can't afford to not praise if you are in the prison of confusion. You have a tool that can open the door that you refuse to use. One of our biggest fights, I don't know, I'm just flowing right now, y'all. One of our biggest fights to me, as we talked about and we alluded to last week, is uh, uh, we said set your affections, right, on things above and not on things on this earth. One of your biggest battles will be keeping God. I, it sounds so, how can I say this a different way? Priority. Uh, first, it sounds like keep God first. Then it's like a thumbs up thing that we just say. But that's so powerful and so true. Because he's first now while you're in church. See? You can get mad at somebody like, girl, why did you? You didn't cuss at her because you're in church. So God's way is first in your mind here. God's way is a little more first here. Some of y'all slip out a couple of words, but for the most part. And I'm just talking about words, whatever it is. Your thought processes are different now because you're in context of God. But to carry that same thing to your car and to your phone and to your that that's the challenge of the believer to keep God first. I hate to sound uh, Sunday school. That's the warfare. Keeping him first, not being moved. So, so what I mean by that, I remember, Chris, y'all had an a, a, a LU thing, and it was called Aerial View. What was, what was, can you give Chris a mic real quick? Give a little bit of the perspective of what aerial view is. And your sneaks are fire, by the way. So thank you for coming to church in those. <laughs> <laughs> Praise the Lord, Liv. So for those that don't know, we used to do a, a Friday night meeting for the youth called Live University. LU, any of y'all in the building, LU? So what aerial view was based off, it was based on the scripture that says, my thoughts are higher than your thoughts. My ways are higher than your ways. I see you keep stepping up every step. I'm going to step up I see you doing it. every I see line. I see you doing it. Because it's important to understand that you have the highest possible truth <laughs> on the inside of you. Now, we make a decision to live on lower levels. Decision. You have to actually choose a lower level if you're a Christian. You have to literally choose it. The verse doesn't even say your thoughts are always wrong or your ways are always bad. No, mine are just higher. I love it! So, there is, I can't even put this into words, but there is heavenly wisdom no no you gotta like actually see everything boils down to like do you believe this right that's the warfare do you believe in heaven do you believe in God okay now that God that you just said you believe in that God is so good that he has given you access to heavenly wisdom on earth so that's why I turn the other cheek don't make no sense in a situation. Because that's, that's, that's how they operate on a different level. So his thoughts are higher than your thoughts. And LU, we did this thing where we, we, we show, I, I, I broke it down scientifically. So the sun is however many miles, you know, however many million miles away, right? And then above the sun, there's 
the first heaven, and there's the second heaven, and there's the third. And we actually looked at the mileage and the scientific. That's where his thoughts are. That, <laughs> that is the disparity. That's, that's, that's how big we're talking. Yeah. That's the, that's, that's the disparity between your flesh's reaction and your spiritual reaction. And Romans 8 say, those that mind the flesh walk after the flesh. But they that mind the spirit walk after the yes, spirit. Sir. So the warfare that he's been talking about for weeks is to have your mind Come on, son. set on spiritual things. Let's go, bro. The Bible, you can't walk after the soul. Yeah, 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 yeah. Everything you do, That's you're good. either walking after the flesh or walking after the spirit, and the soul is in the middle trying to figure out which way it's going to go. You are the soul. You are the soul. Yeah, yeah, that's the real you. Yeah. So you act to, to, to do spiritual things, you have to think about them first. You have to see yourself doing spiritual things, but you won't see yourself doing spiritual things if you don't think your thoughts are that low. Yeah. If you just think you you and you keeping it real and you doing what's real, then you're just going to do what you do. I don't want to. I, I didn't. Wanna. Amen. That was just in him. He ain't, you ain't planning to say nothing. We didn't text about it. So you got something in you. Get you some friends that got something in them. Ariel, view was so thorough to me. Because for the most part, our happenings and our dealings happen here. And when you respond here, you're in a low-level fight. You ever catch yourself arguing with somebody like, I don't even know why I'm talking. I don't even. <laughs> you just stop in the middle of it like, hold on. My pressure up. If you don't affect my faith, family, or finances, I ain't got nothing to do with you. I... <laughs> faith, family, finances. That's my priorities. Somebody say Period. <laughs> If you don't affect that, you don't get my energy like that. But we continue to fight on this level because it's a level of a, a, a natural expression. You just like how it feels to tell somebody off. You don't care if they got it, if they understand it or not. You're just walking back and the smoke behind you like, you got it? It's not love. You don't care about the person you just told off. So that's not God. You just want to tell somebody off in the flesh realm to feel good. That's like sex. That's like drugs. That's like a Everything in this realm is just the feel good realm. And everything hits you in this level. Right? Aerial view says, bow. Oh. Wait, wait. Let me go get this view real quick. What's he think about it? And then bring his view. To the situation. You shouldn't just fight on this level and you shouldn't just stay up here. Now you're so heavenly minded that you know earthly good. The key is to bring heaven's wisdom to earth's chaos. Y'all missing what I'm saying? Before I respond to the chaos, I gotta go up because his ways are higher. I gotta go up because his thoughts are higher. I gotta go up. His decisions are higher. I gotta go up. His choices are higher. I got to go up. I can't find his way scrolling. I got to go up. 
We fall for the trap of the feel like us. We fall for the trap of the feel like us. We fall for the trap of the feel like us. We fall for the trap of the feel like us. We connect and we pursue people, ideals, posts. If they're like us, we... Familiarity is the security of lower levels. I'm already on a lower level, but everybody on my post feel like me. I don't put that buckle on. I'm chilling now. I ain't thinking about changing or praying because everybody feel like I do about George Floyd. Everybody feel like I do about Trump. Everybody feel like I do about what's happening in the world. So change for what? Because if I'm wrong, that means all these people got to be wrong. Yeah. Broad is the way. Broad is the way that leads to destruction. And many there be that find it. You can always find people that will connect with your frustration. But who will connect with your faith? Now y'all quiet. I, I can get you with me when you're mad. But can you celebrate when I got joy? In spite of the problem, can you shout in the rain with me? In spite of the issue, can you pray with me? No, you can fight with me, but you can't faith with me. I need Peter. I need a fighter and a faither. I need somebody to pray and lay hands, y'all. Okay. Try Jesus. Don't try me. My wife was talking about that song. Try Jesus. Don't try me, because I throw these hands. Try Jesus. <laughs> Don't try me, because I like to fight. That's the words of the song, and people love that song. That's right. Try, don't try me. And because of the, that realm, we connect with the don't try me and forget the first three words, first two words. Yeah. Try Jesus. But we function here so we connect with don't try me. We don't live here. We don't even celebrate the try Jesus. So in essence, our subconscious looks for the lower level. So it can be comfortable and secure. Don't kick me out. Your old self is like, no, don't go to church. Hey, guys, okay, she's going to church. She's getting dressed. You know what we got to do. He's talking to the choir of your flesh. You know what we got to do, guys. As soon as you get there, sing a little bit louder. Band, turn it up a little bit louder. When she gets out of church, get everything. You know, fellas, get everything. They're going, your flesh hates advancement because it means they're, what is it called? Eviction. Your progression is flesh eviction. You growing means something has to stop. Are y'all feeling me? So God told me, I don't know how I got all the way out here, y'all. But we out here now, right? Cool. When the pandemic hit, the first thing I thought was worldwide pandemic. I've never lived this before. The first thing, and I love you, Liv, from the bottom of my heart, which is about right here. My sister made this shirt. Shout out to Mara. She made my hat and my shirt. Make sure y'all get some clothes from the toy collection. I just, I just named your business. Go ahead and give God praise. The toy. Huh? She got a lot of stuff in the toy box. Her last name is Toy. That's why I'm saying that. 
Amen, amen. Anyway, when the pandemic hit, I was like, I've never been through this before. Worldwide, I got warfare. I'm confused. The first thing I thought about was not live, and I love you. It was me, my mind, my heart, my soul, my perspective, my, my set place of faith, where I'm going to sit it at. And then my wife, my kids, my house, we have at home church. Live y'all on secret place. Do the same thing I'm doing. Get inside. I put live on secret place. If you followed, if you didn't, that's on you. I provide. I ain't going to force feed. Lead you to the water. Can't make you drink. Anyway. Some people just stop. Anyway. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? So, I think the first thing we should have did was, Lord, what should my perspective be in all of this? I think the first thing we did was get everybody else's perspective on it because we were confused, and this never happened before, and it was like a trauma that hit everybody. And like I said, the ripple effect of trauma, the enemy gets in the ripple effects. The enemy is not always just in the hit. He's in the ripple effect. He knows this is going to affect your brain in a certain way. Let me get in the ways. He just gets in the waves. He just gets in the, the waves of a thing. And when you continue to get content from the waves, you never get healed from the hit. If all your information about the new president is the waves and not the word, you're going to get caught in how everybody feel about Biden. And this is you. you and I don't know why I'm so confused. You, you're not here. I will be, I was, I wanted to address live as soon as it hit online. I was scared. I ain't got nothing to say that fast to a whole group of people. What about individually, yo? What's going on? So that's what I did first. Then we moved to school. Like, hey, y'all, this whole thing's about school. And then we entered into warfare, and I can't shake it yet. Warfare. The warfare is the ripple effects. So God told me what to tell you all today. I believe. <laughs> Go sit in the back. He told me about another weapon, right? <laughs> so when we entered into this whole warfare thing, it's not, anyway, when we entered into the whole warfare thing, God was giving me like what I thought was impenetrable postures. Impenetrable. Postures you can't penetrate. So hope. What? 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 Hope can take anything if you let it. I, I'm about to go all the way. Husband slap you in the face. I hope it get better. It can happen. I'm not saying we do that. But it can be an impenetrable posture. Cop throw you on the ground. You black, he white. I hope it's changed. Your hope can step in instead of your everything else. Because I felt how y'all got tight. That's why I said that. Yep. Your hope can be impenetrable if we let it. Once something penetrates your hope, you have let that thing be greater than it, than your hope. You let that thing be greater. You allowed it to be greater than your hope. So if you're at night and you can't see, but you're feeling hopeless, what has taken the throne? Because it's not that all these things don't exist. It just shouldn't have the throne. 
When it, when it has the temperament of your emotions, if you're happy or sad based on who won the election and who didn't, wrong posture. Are y'all with me? So he gave me another impenetrable weapon, right? Hope is a weapon. Praise is a weapon. We know all that. Uh, uh, hope protects the mind. Praise, we already know what praise does. I forgot everything else we talked about. Faith, all this stuff, shield of faith. So what we talked about all these. He said, Ty, tell him that vision will be the weapon of choice for the end of this year. Oh, y'all not ready. See? Vision. How am I going to make it through the end of this year? How am I going to make what's Vision. That's why it was important to me when the pandemic hit the chip and ask him, what do you see for Ty right now? Because I could write a song called I Can't Breathe and I could do, I could do it. But what do you, what do you, what do you see for me? Because that vision will be my weapon. Oh, no. That's the thing that's going to fight when things get crazy. They looking at me like I'm crazy, so I got to give y'all an example, I guess. Joseph had a vision or dream for his life. And he told his brothers, I'm going to be over y'all. And the first thing that happened was he was under them. The opposite of his vision happened. But the problem with Joseph is he had a vision. So even though he was in the pit, his vision couldn't stop. Even though he was in jail, my vision can't stop. Even though I was tempted by the queen, I can't do that because I got vision. His vision kept him when he was in the pit. His vision kept him before he got, when he was thrown in prison. His vision kept him against temptation. When his wife was trying to, yo, Potiphar's wife was coming at Joseph and she was fine. She was like one of the Egyptian Yamins. She was one of them Egyptian Yamins. She wasn't no scraggly bum on the committee. What you doing tonight, Joseph? No. She's a woman of authority. Joseph came into work. Nobody was there. He sent every, she sent everybody out. That's how much power she had. The day Joseph came to work and she wanted to sleep with him, she put all the workers, y'all take a vacation. Go ahead and relax. Y'all been working so hard. We just want to honor you guys with a day of rest. Joseph came in. Let's get ready to work. Where's everybody at? Over here, baby. They all over here, baby. <laughs> Nobody there. Nobody sees. No internet. No social media. Why didn't Joseph fall to temptation? Oh, I see something different. Oh, I see something better. Oh, I would do it and it will feel good, but I see something higher. If you ain't got vision and you don't see nothing higher, you're going to stay low. Action neighbor got vision. It's a weapon. If you see yourself healed, even if you get sick. He told me by his stripes I'm healed. So even in sickness, I got a weapon against this disease, and it's called vision. I know your family is, is a certain way, but I see something different from my family. That's what you should be saying in your house. I know this is how all the Williamses do, but I see something different for this Williams house. 
What do you see for your life? What do you see for your family? And I'm not telling you to get a vision. I'm telling you to ask for the vision. Because you can get a vision and it'll become ambition. We don't want ambition. There's not much strength in ambition. If you get hit with something in ambition, you'll change the... You'll adjust if it's just ambition. If it's vision, it got to happen. Oh, y'all missed what I just said. Are y'all with me? Most people who fall for everything don't see anything for themselves. Jesus called most people blind. Are you blind this morning? I know your mouth is covered, but are your eyes also covered? How are you shaking about everything that happens if you, don't, if you see something for you? If God shows you who you're going to be. See, your vision for yourself can be penetrable. It could change. I see myself married by 25, a car by, okay, you 29. Still in Uber, ain't nothing wrong with Uber. Still single, ain't nothing wrong with being single. But your ambition can change. God's vision cannot. It's impenetrable. Watch this. First scripture says this. And let me move. It says, when people do not accept divine guidance... No, it says, where there's no word from God or where there's no vision. We heard this scripture like this, where there's no vision the people perish. It says, when there is no clear prophet. Is this the first one? Because I was reading the next one. Maybe that's next. My bad. When there is no clear prophetic vision, people quickly wander astray. Pandemic hit. George Floyd hit. Trump hit. Biden hit. Kamala Harris. Whatever. Hit. Hit. Corona hit. And you just, because you have no prophetic vision. Ain't no way. It can. Next. But well, hold on. Hold on. So you wander and you're astray when you don't got a word from God. Not when you don't go to church. Not when you don't hear your pastor. But when you follow the revelation of the word. Oh. Heaven's bliss fills your soul. Did you see what happened? Yes, I did see it. Did you hear what? Yes, I did hear it. Yo, did you take? Yes, I did. Yo, can you believe? Yes, I can believe it. I'm in a heavenly bliss because my emotions are not in the culture. It's in the kingdom. Actually, but where's your bliss? Why are you sad? Why are you, Why are you all messed up because the world messed up? You ain't the world. Reflect where you come from. You from heaven. Heaven ain't jacked up. The kingdom ain't messed up. The culture is. Ask your other neighbor on the other side, where's your bliss? <laughs> Next one. Same scripture, different way. When people do not accept Divine guidance. They run wild. Your mind running wild is going crazy. Why? Maybe you have not accepted. So, 
That means God is speaking to you. You just have not accepted it. But you already know. If your mind is running wild, what are you denying or not accepting? It might be humility. It might be patience. It might be forgiveness. Those are the things we reject. And our mind runs wild. But whoever obeys God's law, the law that's written in your heart and your mind, not the written. The one that's in you, what he's telling you, man, you're joyful. Can I say something right here? The first one said you enter into heavenly bliss. Second one said you're joyful. The third one going to say something else along these lines, but I want to spoil it before I get to it. It never said that if you ain't got, if you don't have a vision, you perish. But if you have a vision, it's going to happen. When you got vision, everything you think about is going to come to pass. No. The purpose of the vision is health for your soul. God only cares about a healthy soul. Your business is cute and it's going to give God glory. He don't care about your business. He cares about your soul. So if your new business is going to jack up your soul, there will be delays. There will be denials. There will be problems getting it off the ground. Because I don't care about money. I care about you, honey. And I still have bars coming out of my ribs. <laughs> From the bottom of my heart here. You feel me? God is only concerned about this. He don't care. What can I do to keep this stable when I'm arguing with my spouse? Or when we are at odds? Because all God cares about him, you should have said this to her. What's up with this? What can you do to keep this stable? Vision. Hope. All these things I'm giving y'all keeps this stable. Not your life. That could be all. Um, I feel like today, that's, you could be like that. I don't got to control everything. I just control this. If you obey the law, you're joyful. We ain't got no joy. Because we ain't got no vision. We have sight. So we see a lot. But we have no vision. So we don't understand a lot. And the people said, hey, Ted, man. Let me do this in the next seven minutes. Lord, you got to help me. Next one. Are y'all with me so far? Somebody scream, vision! Where there is no word from God, the people are uncontrolled. Not where there's not a non-racist president. or ain't got, ain't, President ain't up there. Government ain't up there. People are uncontrolled when they don't hear from God. So I don't care who in office, put the camera on it, me. I don't care who's in office. I don't care what laws and legislate are put in place or taken down. I don't celebrate that crap. I celebrate people who follow the word of God. That's the only way America will be under control. That's the only way people will be 
decent and orderly. That's the only way if we follow the word of God, not Biden, not, oh God. When there's no word, you are control. My son is out of control. Give him a word. My daughter is out of, what word have you given her? You just, you cussing her out because she cussing you out. It's a cuss fest. Of course there ain't no control. Cussing don't control. The word does. Husbands. 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 Let me holler at you for a second. So. Your part in your marriage is to be the man of God, not to be in control. Hold on. When, you, when, you, when your posture is control, the energy is rebellion. When your posture is, this is what God told me, the energy is peace, order. Now, whether the spouse or the kids follow that, it's a different story. I'm not guaranteeing that. I'm talking about joy and happiness in your heart. Most men are not men of God. In thought, in response, in word. In, when your wife get on your nerves, how many of y'all have prayed for her? Like, hold on, baby, in the name of Jesus. We don't see how y'all laughing, but that's how you control the situation. That's higher. All the spouse arguments is here. Were you, were you, were you, were you, were you, were you, were you? No, no, yes, yes, I don't care, I don't care. All type of stuff come after that. It's down there. One of y'all got to come up here. Scripturally, it got to be the man. I got it. I got the hush. She's supposed to respect me. Yep. God in you is respected. By her. Should be. She could deny that too, but that's her and God. Are you understand what I'm saying? How many of us, I'm just saying, do the thing. Pray for your wife. Say, hey, babe, I think, I think this is a spirit right here. I don't think this is you. Well, I'm, how many of us do that? We're not, we don't have the, the godly content in our discussions. Like, we're not godly. When do we talk godly? In church? So I stopped church for a while. Like not, well, the government shut it down, but I wasn't rushing to get back. Like, nah, let's lay this out for a second. Let me see how y'all talk outside of church. Let me see how y'all talk when the pastor ain't meeting with y'all every five minutes. Let me see how y'all minds stray or come in when you ain't got live. Because it ain't about live. It's about living. <laughs> Woo, Okay. The thing that the whole world surrenders to is God. So the more you're like him, the more you'll have order in your marriage, your business, your family, your relationships. The more you're like him, not the more you're a creative leader. That's, these, are, these are consequences and subsequences. That's good that you're creative. That's cool that you fly. You got that don't make God is what people follow. Okay. Amen? Amen. <laughs> so when I got a vision, nothing can stop it. Nehemiah, in my second closing, 
Didn't I tell you to sit back there? See, we ain't got no ushers no more. That's why you. <laughs> Come on, let's give God a laugh praise. <laughs> y'all better not start laughing like y'all the joker in here. Stop playing. Stop laughing. I'm just playing. Nehemiah was building a wall. He wanted to rebuild the wall of Jerusalem. He had a vision. He asked the king, can I go rebuild the wall? Go. He got people. They started rebuilding the wall of Jerusalem. Right? And here's the thing that I like. So when they heard that the wall was going up, the haters started mocking him. So you think you're going to build that wall in a day? <laughs> look, 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 look. It, the wall's so weak, if a fox walk on it, it'll, it'll fall. They was clowning them. First thing you need to expect when you got vision is the mockers. When you got vision, mockery and haters are first in line, not supporters. I need some distance. Are y'all with me? To discourage the work, they mock you. Are you, oh, you, oh, okay, scriptures, okay, I hear you, scripture girl. I'm trying to be a godly woman. But the mockers come first. Let me move this quickly. But when Sambalat and Tobiah, this is the next scripture. <laughs> so what happened was, Nehemiah had the mockers come out, and he prayed, the Bible says. He said, Lord, help me build this wall. I don't know why they hate on me. Da, 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 da. And they kept building. Look at somebody and say, keep on building. Tell somebody else, keep on building. And what happened was, the mockers came back again. Sambala and Tobiah and the Arabs and the Ammonites and the Astrodites, they heard that the work was going ahead. In spite of my mockery, they're still going ahead. Because when you got mocked, Nehemiah, he didn't respond to the post. I'm sorry, the mockers. He prayed to God. What's your response to mockers and haters? When you're concerned how you look to people, you respond publicly. Let me say that again. Not when you're concerned that they're lying on you. That's going to be there. When you're concerned how you look, then you respond. Not God gave me something to say. No, when you're concerned how about yourself, we are in our own way so much and it's so subliminal we don't know it. Are y'all feeling me? But it's keeping us under and not above. So when they heard the work was going forth and that the gaps in the wall in Jerusalem were being repaired, they were furious and they all made plans to come and fight against Jerusalem and throw us into confusion. I got to stop here. Man, the gaps are being filled. Whoa, 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 whoa. When gaps and holes get filled in walls, that's a sign of security. Most people like your walls Swiss cheesed because they like to fill in the gaps. Once you don't need them to feel like you're valuable anymore, they get scared. <laughs> you can notice real friends when you start to get more secure. If they still around while you coming up, they real friends. If they get a little sketchy and a little, 
they not your real friends. They didn't like that the gaps in the walls were being filled because that means extra protection and extra security. And I like you to need me. Let me close. Man, I got so much to say, but let me just, let me, I'm talking about building a wall. I'll, I'll continue next week. That's what I'm going to do. But let me just. So when they heard it was happening and everything was being repaired, they all made plans, all the haters, all the enemies. Please stop thinking about people. It's people in the text. It's spirit in today. So the kingdom of darkness, Satan, and they like, yo, live got vision. They filling in the gaps. They don't need the culture to feel relevant. Okay, maybe that's not y'all. They don't need things for they don't the world, the, the spirit of the world is like, they don't need us. They're building security, they're building protection. So they said, let's fight against Nehemiah. Oh no. Nehemiah was doing the work, but they came against Nehemiah's kingdom. Not him personally. <laughs> when you get attacked, it's because the enemy is going after the kingdom in you. <laughs> they fought against Jerusalem, but I ended up confused. You, you see that? So confusion was a result of the warfare against the kingdom I'm in. Uh, okay, I don't know how to say this slower. You, you feel I'm trying to slow it down. It's not the thing you're feeling. Let's say you're all feeling confusion, right? Where does confusion come from? There is a battle against what you believe. Because if I believe one thing and then something else, then confusion comes. These enemies of your soul are fighting against God's ways in your heart. Whether it's thoughts whether it's reasoning, whether it's was popular or whatever, they ain't fighting you. Don't nobody want your car. He didn't even want Job's stuff. He attacked Job's stuff to get his kingdom. Kingdom means ways, God's ways. I always go to different kingdoms. When I go to United Kingdom in London, they drive on the other side of the road. And, they're, you know, they're, they make a right instead of a left. And it's kind of confusing because I'm in another kingdom. Kingdom represents ways, ways of living, ways of thinking. So the kingdom of God is in you, which is what we've been talking about all morning. That thing is under constant attack. But my vision is my weapon against the attack of the enemy. I'm not halfway done, but I'm going to just stop here because I feel like a lot has been said. We're going to give you all that little chunk. Yep. I'm trying to shorten my sermons to about 40 minutes. It's not working too good. Because <laughs> once we get together, we all family. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. We family. Once I get with my family and start talking, it's like, yo. Feel me on this real quick. Get vision, yo. Before this year is over, get vision for the rest of it. What happens is when October, no, oh, October, November, when after Halloween, nobody got vision for the end of the year. And we call it the holiday blues. Well, watch out. Every year around the end of the year, that's when you get attacked the most in your mind. Because that's when you got the least vision. What's your vision for November? It ain't done yet. 2020 ain't done yet. 
What's your vision for December? 2020 ain't done yet. What's your vision for January? Don't nothing click in just because it's a new year. What's a new year? Saturday, Sunday. That's how the new year going to come in. Same you. So you might as well get vision now for your life, not even for November. What should I be doing now? Because I need something to fight these thoughts, man. I got temptations. I got thoughts telling me, man, just chill. I got thoughts telling me, man, fight back. I got thoughts telling me, what should I be doing, Lord? I need vision or else I'll wander. Ladies and gentlemen, oh, all right, let me go. Love, when you're here, I know my time is up. Everybody stand, matter of fact. Thank y'all for coming today. Hopefully something was said that was a blessing to you. Ladies and gentlemen, hopefully you understand. Vision. What should I be doing? How should I be living? Guess what, y'all? Last night, I got a huge revelation. told me that he's I don't know how to say this he's given me the gift of revelation and because like Paul and I'm not like him at all if your, revela if your gift is revelation I'm being so transparent with y'all right now it ain't even funny if your gift is revelation that only comes from God you assume you have a certain relationship with him or posture. Because every time I, if I study, if I'm reading, he gives me, I'm like, whoa, we cool. He's like, revelation is the gift I gave you. Gifts and callings come without repentance. So you don't have the luxury to just live any way you want and still get my revelation and think we cool. You're still going to get the revelation. That's just what I give to you for them, for live. But me and you, I was like, oh. I said, man, I got a long way to go. I've been coasting on revelation. Not that I don't pray, not that I don't love God, not that I don't seek him, but I've been coasting on revelation for a minute. I said, I got to, whoa, I got to fast. I gotta, he said, you ain't got to do all that. Just turn. <laughs> I'm like, I'm so, oh, I got a long way to go. All right, let me pray, let me pray, let me get my spirit. I'm right here, just turn. Boom. I did that last night, filled with the spirit instantly. So it's not like, nah, you've been, you've been, you've been doing that for four weeks, pray for eight weeks. And then get your spirit, just, just re-up on your spirit real quick. Nah, go ahead, because you've been ignoring, nah. No, he like, boom! So when I say get vision from God, you're like, I ain't talking to God all year, man. Just turn and do it! He gonna be like, boom, I've been waiting for you, girl. Listen, this is what we gotta do. Go here, do that, do this. He, he waiting, y'all. I'm a witness right now today. He was waiting. I was like, ooh. And I didn't just hear his word. I felt his embrace and presence like, oh, it's not just your word. It's you. It's you. It's you my soul longs for. It's you. It's you who complete me. It's you. It's you who fulfills and satisfies. Whatever you coasting on, 
Get off the coast. Get off the coast. Don't feel bad or ashamed. See it as, oh, see it as a revelation, like, oh, okay. Because where there's no revelation, the people perish. You'll perish if you keep coasting. Get revelation, but oh. Just turn to him, y'all. You ain't got to work your way up to a good relationship with God. If you're alive, you got a good relationship. <laughs> he could have took his breath if he wanted to get your attention is what I'm saying. He ain't mad at you. Turn you right back in. God is not like man. He's not going to make you work off the debt. He already worked it off. Jesus died for our debt, and he rose for our grace. We ain't got to work. All we got to do is turn. The biblical term is repent. It simply means whole. And he right there. It's like, can you imagine God just being here? You're like, I don't see him. Stop doing that. Oh! It's not like, oh, there he is. Ah, he right there. <laughs> Corinthians says, when you don't walk in God's ways, it's like a man who sees himself in a mirror. And when you turn from it, you forget the image you saw. That's a foolish person to see, okay, God, I hear you, yes. And then turn from that mirror, you don't see yourself anymore. And you don't act according to what you saw. But the great thing about that is all you got to do is turn back around. And you'll see clearly, oh, I do have eyeliner. Oh, I do, oh, I got, oh, I got it. You'll see clearly when you just turn. Is anybody willing to make a turn today? I don't mean from sin to, I didn't go from sin to salvation. I just went from faith to faith. I went from faith to faith. I went from glory to glory like, oh, I'm not leaning on revelation. I'm leaning on Jesus. And he is the word, so that was the warfare. Like, No, it's his presence, his spirit. Make that turn today. Seek God for vision for your life. God, what should, what should I be? Who should I be? How should I think? What should I do in this season? And he will speak to you. He don't just speak to pastors, y'all. I found out. He don't just speak to gospel artists. I found out. He don't just speak to prophets. I found out. He don't just speak to bishops. I found out. He don't just speak to preachers. I found out. He speaks to everybody who will ask and it shall be given. Who will seek and you shall find. Who will knock and the door will be open. Will, will you knock today? Will you ask today? Will you seek? He ain't mad at you. Why are you running from me, Adam? I know you messed up. Don't run. It's the nature of the flesh to run. But it's the nature of God to embrace. Let him embrace you today. Turn and become in the name of Jesus. I will be what you call me to be. I'll say yes. Lord, I agree. My desire. Constantly. Passionately. <laughs> is to be what you call me to be. You can come out, Tim, and that's what I'll be. I just want to pray for you today against the warfare, against your vision, if you have one. I want to pray that God releases personal vision to you, your family, and your house, if you don't have one. Live! The worst condition to be in in this season is without vision. I had to yell that. The worst place to be mentally now is without a vision for yourself. It's too many options. You got Black Lives Matter. You got All Lives Matter. You got, it's too many options. You got serve the Lord. You got the Bible ain't real. It's too many options. You got fast and prayer. You got sage and crystals. It's too many options. 
You got to seek the Lord. You got to seek your ancestors. It's too many options. Not to have vision on your life. Without vision, you perish. Not without church. People are perishing every day from church. Give me a vision for my life, Lord. And you're so good, you're going to give it to me regardless of how I behave. You're going to release it to me regardless. Because you're so good. I pray that vision is released from a 7-year-old to the 70-year-old. From those that are here to those that are listening. Father, let your spirit be poured out on all flesh as you prophesy in the scriptures, Lord. Let your spirit in the last days be poured out on all flesh. And as you pour, pour out vision. Give our young people vision. They just getting out of school. They need to know what to do. Give them vision. They're in school and they have other temptations. Give them vision from daycare to college. Give our young people vision for their lives, vision for their future. In the name of Jesus, every adult in here, let us not wander without vision. Let us not go day to day wondering what's going to happen, how's it going to happen, when will it happen. Father, give us vision in the name of Jesus. I speak as the pastor of this fine body you've allowed me to serve. Vision be released to live. Every home Vision be released. Every marriage, vision be released. Every business, vision be released. Every family, vision be released. I know how powerful vision is. I'm standing here and you're sitting there because of it. I came from Jersey with a vision. Y'all not with me. I can shout all day. I'm not trying to brag. That's why I don't testify too much. But God said, man, you ain't bragging. You talking about me. So let me tell you what God did. I left Jersey with a vision, not knowing how anything would happen. Fast forward five years, y'all all in live church, hearing the word of God in a beautiful building. Because vision is impenetrable. You can't stop my vision. Because I didn't give it to me. You need something in you that you didn't give yourself. Can't tell y'all the oppositions I have and had. I can't tell y'all. But like my wife said, babe, anytime you got opposition, that just means it's time to get creative. It's time to fight because it ain't, it ain't like it ain't going to happen. So when you got opposition, how, what other way is it going to happen? Because it has to happen. Let me go for y'all miss y'all football games. So Father, in the name of Jesus, by your spirit, release vision. Let us wake up tomorrow like, ooh, I saw it. I see it. I'm becoming it. May we wake up with that momentum and revelation tomorrow. May we wake up with that in the name of Jesus. If not tomorrow, man, soon, Lord, in the name of Jesus. Everybody say amen. Clap your hands for Jesus, everybody. Okay. I'm not done, but I got to stop. Thanks for listening to today's message. We pray you were blessed by God's word. 
If you would like to partner with us so that we can continue sharing the gospel around the world, please visit livechurchorlando.com.